0: We haven't seen the market move like this in over a year. Let's talk some trending comic books. Every semana, I reconvene at this table to talk about the comic books that are hot in the marketplace with an Overstreet Price Guide advisor. Hit the like and subscribe and Russell introduce number 10 because I think the comic market is so focused on DC that some collectors are specking Marvel while everyone's looking the other way. Number 10 on the list,
1: Fantastic Four annual number 6. The first appearance of Annihilus and first appearance of Franklin Richards. We are seeing an average sale of $1.9,000 and a recent high sale at Heritage Auction, $12,600 for a CGC
2: 9.6. We have a 700% increase in copies sold of this book this week compared to any other time before. And I'm really wondering why exactly because I think this is either some misguided Ant-Man spec or... Or maybe somebody's getting way ahead of a potential Fantastic Four plotline or villain. Maybe they'll introduce Annihilus in one of those movies. We've been to the
0: astral dimension. We've been to the mirror dimension. We're talking negative zone with nihilus, And this is one of the last remaining major villain antagonists to be able to be spec on. And we haven't heard or seen anything yet. Franklin Richards, though, makes us attractive. And I think that that coupled with the fact that if we can go Quantum Realm, Negative Zone seems inevitable if the fandom can understand
2: it. Yeah, I feel like it might be easy to m- get it mixed up with the with the Quantum Realm and Ant-Man. But you do mention Franklin Richards, and we did get a name drop of Reed Richards' children in uh, Multiverse of Madness back in the day. So technically, Good point. they've already been referenced. Also, read Annihilation. It's a cool modern run featuring Annihilus, and it's all cosmic and Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. If you want to get a handle on this character, Annihilation's a pretty good read.
0: One of the few foes that Thanos was shook by. We also have a 9.8 height that was reached in 2022 of 33,600.
1: The industry moves quick as hell sometimes, and the book right now is the first one on this list affected by a major video released by James Gunn this week. Number 9 on the list, Creature Commandos, number 1 from 2000. This is a book nobody was specking on, and we have very good evidence to this. The average sale is $3, but those are creeping up. The high sale on January 31st, was $55 for a 9.8. That book had been listed on eBay since December of 2020. Well, over two years, guys. The only
0: one on the census,
1: by the way. The only one on the census, the only one graded at a CDC 9.8. If you look and check, that exact same book has been relisted on eBay. The same book, the same number, the same 9.8, in excess of
2: $200. And you know what? I think they're probably going to get it. So yeah, this is the first solo series for the Creature Commandos. And because of this new DC movie announcement by James Gunn, we have a thousand percent increase in copies sold this week compared to last week, which was probably zero last week. <laughs> uh, you also want to keep an eye out for their actual first appearance, not just their first solo series. First appearance being in DC Weird War Tales, number 93, back in 1980. This is a monster team up
0: during World War II to take on the Supernatural, a secret team that's very similar to the Suicide squad in that some villains come and go. We have on this roster, some familiar faces even for an animation led by James Gunn that he's actively writing. We got Rick Flag Sr. GI robot, the uh, Jake 2 model, Weasel, a familiar face. We saw Sean Gunn portray him in the sequel to Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn. Nina Mazursky, who's like Abe Sapien meets Quichert from the Black Lagoon. Dr phosphorus the bride of frankenstein minus the extra arms and of course a grant morrison style frankenstein is all in this picture who are you most excited to see do you know any of these characters i just mentioned so many first apps in comics that you can find
2: in the dollar bin i don't know who any of those people are (laughs) we need to make a short we need to do some standalone research or something i think in the meantime we could just look on key collector and learn for ourselves
0: the best app in existence, we're talking Key Collector Comics, utilize code TOM101 to not just support this show, but get access to the character search button, because you know it's going to be updated with all of these DC announcements. We have a lot of characters that just got slated, and even more to come, because at the list, at number eight, Amanda Waller, finally getting the cred she deserves. We have Legends, number one, debuting in 1986, the first appearance of Amanda Waller, and A 1,300% increase in copies sold week over week because of the announcement.
2: We got $10 averages for Legends Number 1 with a recent high CGC 9.8 sale of $185.
0: That's a record breaker. Can I get a hot damn in the chat? We have a total of 229 9.8s that exist on the census. And we have a TV series, a spinoff to Peacemaker, that we've been expecting to see. But now that James Gunn has officially announced it, the community...
2: All rejoices together. So apparently this Waller show, this live-action Waller show, is going to take place in between Seasons 1 and the upcoming Season 2 of Peacemaker – And it makes sense because Amanda Waller, Viola Davis, playing Amanda Waller, was a pretty big fan favorite character from the Suicide Squad movie and from from Peacemaker as well. We also did get a little tidbit from uh, the James Gunn announcement video. He listed some of the writers on this show. We have Crystal Henry, who wrote an episode of the Watchmen series, which is one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. We also have Jeremy Carver, one of the writers of Doom Patrol and from Tom's favorite show, Supernatural.
0: How are there only 19 copies of this next book at 9.8?
1: Number seven on the list Tomb Raider Witchblade number one. We are seeing $15 average sales and a high CDC 9.8 for $300. There are three different variants of this book. They're done by Michael Turner, so they're absolutely stunning, but this is the first appearance of Tomb Raider in comic books. Lara Croft. We love her. She has been a video game favorite for absolute years, but why are we seeing a 400% increase? Well, we've had an announcement from Amazon that they are going to be building a Tomb Raider. Universe. And that means they're going to be releasing a new film, potentially a game, and a TV series all connected and existing. This is hot news for a character that has been a fan favorite for years.
0: The budget of this franchise is akin to the rings of power. Probably won't get as large as that because it was 250 mil. However, clearly they mean business with this because anything close to that number means that they're going all in and they're betting on Laura
2: Croft. We're at number six. We're talking about Swamp Thing. Number one. Swamp Bang. From 1972. This is another one of the projects that James Gunn announced that he's working on for DC. We're going to have a live action Swamp Thing movie, which is very exciting. Seeing a $350 average sale, 9.6
0: this month hitting 1000 which is $800 less than the heights that were reached back in 2021. Bernie Wrightson, classic cover, James Gunn making an announcement about an IP that they already tried and was canceled just years ago.
2: That's true. We had the Swamp Thing live-action TV series that came out on the DC Universe app that was canceled before it even premiered, unfortunately, because it cost so much money to shoot in the bayou of Louisiana. So they just, they filmed one season and that was it. It was a really cool show, though. As it pertains to the release...
0: I think this was one of the bigger highlights, but we don't know the release order and if this is gonna be one of the big things they're building towards. But what we do know is that we're seeing an increase in copies sold of 200%. And I think one of the other reasons the initial Swamp Thing trial that happened was a failure, was aside from it being super expensive, it was very mature. It was straight up scary. Now, are we gonna see James Gunn do something that's gonna be more open to a general audience? Are we gonna be seeing a hard R? Well, I hope so. I want to hear what the community thinks in the comment section below.
1: Up next, we have a book that has been on Spec Raider for a very, very long time. Number five on the list, Authority number one from 1999. We have been talking about the potential of a movie. Again, I've been hearing rumors for seriously six or seven years, well before we even started the YouTube channel, and Authority has never been one of those books that people have really taken too seriously. Well, we are now seeing an 800% increase in copies sold. $30 average sale and a high buy it now for a CGC 9.8 of $550. There was also another buy it now at $500. And I truly believe that there's so much FOMO right now that if someone were to list it for auction, we might even see higher prices.
0: James Gunn describes this as a passion project for him, which is why he's making this a movie, a superhero team that's willing to go the distance, maybe go a little bit darker. Than other superheroes so much to the point that even in a recent Superman narrative he Clark Kent had to bring heroes with him to a planet where he knew that they may have to get ruthless he chooses to bring the authority
2: that's true. Superman had a hard little mission to do, and he knew the Justice League probably wouldn't be able to go all the way with him, so the authority made a little more sense for that project. I also feel like it makes sense as a James Gunn project. Tom described it as a passion project. Uh, when we And we kind of need James Gunn to bring a team like this to the screen, because I don't think anybody else can really handle this obscure of a group of characters. He brought Guardians of the Galaxy made them household names. True. I think only he could really make the authority work. But the real question is, can he make Supergirl work? Because at the list
0: at number four, people begin some damn FOMO with Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number one. We're talking about the 2021 release by Tom King. It impacted James Gunn so much that this is supposed to be the narrative that he's going to focus on trying to adapt loosely to the screen. Very different from the CW Supergirl that we've been watching on television over the last few years. We have $10 average sales and a 9.8 hitting $200 hot damn. That is way too much money for a comic that was printed to the amounts that this was.
2: Hold your horses, hold your comment. Tom is talking about Supergirl's horse, Comet.
0: <laughs> Pretty good joke! <laughs> right? An amazing joke. I've never, <laughs> heard, like never
2: heard a funny joke in my life. This story, we have Supergirl going to a bar to celebrate her 21st birthday. A bar on a planet without a yellow sun so she can feel the effects of alcohol. And while she's there getting drunk, she meets this uh, young girl who comes up to her and asks her to help her avenge the murder of her father. And then they kind of go on a, a big uh, galaxy-spanning adventure. It's honestly my favorite story that I think I've read by Tom King to date. I think a lot of people should give this book a try, especially if they gave up on Tom King after books like Batman or Heroes in Crisis that people did not care about.
0: But I loved. Supergirl is written to be such a like perfect version of a Superman family character. And in this run, we get to know her a little bit. You know, yeah, she edgy. Sure. Is it a darker narrative? Of course. But it's a story about revenge and coming to a sense of peace. When going into a future with the burden of tragedy that one may experience in their life, I mean, we see the demise of Krypton, and unlike Clark Kent, who left as a baby we see Supergirl actually emerge from the rubble and stay on Krypton before
2: it becomes
0: inhabitable.
2: Yeah, it's a really good book. I think a lot of people should give this one a shot. It actually ranked number six on my personal top 10 books of 2021. We also see a 3,900% increase in copies sold compared to last week, which makes sense considering this is one of the announcements that James Gunn made in this recent video. It's a good book. You guys should read it. It's True Grit in Space. The spec moved very quickly because
0: of the highlight during the announcement. I mean, James Gunn specifically saying Tom King's Supergirl caused a lot of hype. But his favorite version of Robin probably sealed the deal with the most exciting movement of the needle for DC Collectible Comics this week. And we're talking about Damien, the little sh**.
1: Number three on the list, Batman number 656 from 2006. We are seeing a $50 average sale and a high sale of $420 for a CGC 9.8. This is also a buy it now. Again, this whole FOMO people just pulling the trigger. We may very well see higher prices if someone releases it on auction. This is the first full appearance of Damian Wayne. And while he is a fan favorite and obviously James Gunn's favorite, this is seeing a 1,843% increase
2: Copies sold this week. He's my favorite, Robin. I'll come out and say that. Damien's awesome. It's also interesting to think about when James Gunn made this announcement video. He specifically referenced Tom King, Supergirl, and he specifically referenced Grant Morrison's Batman run here. Not a lot of the other projects had specific, you know, comic books tied to the to the movies he wants to make. So I think that makes this that much more important to look at, especially when you consider that we've been kind of getting the same old Batman movies for the last thirty years. You know, the Joker, the Riddler, Two Face, Penguin, et cetera, et cetera, over and over. I want something new. And Damien has never been done in live action. This is fun
0: because this is the Robin that causes a ruckus, speaks his mind. I mean, at the very end where he is actually introduced in full, the last page, when he is meeting his father, Bruce Wayne, for the first time under that cowl, the first thing he says to him is... I expected you to be taller.
2: He's a little butthead ninja kid. (laughs) I want to see that in live action. This book reached heights of $300 in
0: 2021, and soon after the announcement sold for still right around there, and then shot the hell up, breaking the $400 marker. So yes, skyrocketed in price. However, for over two years, this book hit heights and maintained and sustained, and Moving on to the next book on the list, at number two, we have his cameo appearance in the book prior, Batman 655. We see Damian hinted at. We see a close-up in panel. We see him in the shadows. And, Russ, like, if you're on the con floor and I said, find me a first Damian Wayne which cover comes to mind first?
1: 655. Absolutely. This is the one that the price guide and all of our memories have been telling us that this is the first Damian Wayne. Now we're reporting a $40 average sale and a CGC 9.8 high sale of $500. Again, another buy it now, guys. You got to keep these FOMO things in mind, but one of the things that I think is super interesting that kind of drives home the cameo versus first appearance, there are over 1,900 graded copies of 655 on the census and only a little over 800 copies of 655. 56. So that kind of shows you that the whole market and everyone who's a collector has already been specking on and getting behind 655 as the first Damian Wayne.
0: Whether it's cameo or first full, both books are skyrocketing and members look at cameo first full appearances differently in the last couple years as they have compared to the last decade. And with James Gunn saying that this is gonna be the introduction to the new Bat family, this right here is the start of many other characters I suspect to be introduced to the big screen.
2: This particular issue is seeing a 2,078% increase in copies sold compared to last week. We had, like Russ said, we have 1,934 total slabs on the census. However, when you look at the 9.8, the record high was set back in 2020, $499. That price has been kinda holding pretty steady Since the announcement, we did have a new record hit for this book in 9.8, $500.
0: You heard that right, Comic Fam. Not just the last number on the list, but this number, even if it's $1. We're in 2023, and there's a lot of comics that are down. We have comic history that has been made, the highest these books have ever sold, sold this past week. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We're here every seven days covering the rapidly moving marketplace. And if you want to support the show directly... Take a look at all those books behind Russ right there. We have Johnny DeJardin's Gargoyles. We have Ninja Funk 2. That's a Natalie Sanders homage to her own cover on Harley Quinn, which is an homage to Adam Hughes' The Layers. And then we also have a in Lee Grim number 6. All of those are one per box. We have different editions of all of the books going out at random. ComicTom101.com to join the community. Give me the an excuse to sing you some comic books and hit them with that number one trending book.
1: Number one on the list, something I love being able to say. Booster Gold, number one. This has been one of those long-term spec guys for quite some time, and we have talked about him. We talked about him when we had Pete Davis in his blackguard. We actually talked about him. We heard that James Gunn is going be taking over the DC Universe because Booster Gold would be a perfect project for him. Well, $85 average sales and a high c 9.8 at this guy's $715 another over 1000% increase with a 1173% increase this week this is just absolutely incredible what a great character and James Gunn's gonna do him justice
0: when James Gunn took over at DC people started specking on Jonah Hex they started specking on the tattoo man looking for these obscure characters that we knew James Gunn could peacemakerized Let's coin that phrase. We see an increase since this book landed on the trending 10 back in October of 70 copies added to the CGC census. This book has reached heights of near $1,000. So although it's a couple hundred dollars down, it's not as down as some of the other DC and Marvel keys that we have discussed.
2: That's true. Back when we did have this book at number nine on the trending in the last week of October, right after the James Gunn announcement, uh, the record high is still $978. But back then, the most recent sale was like $250. And we even said, maybe it's a good time to buy. If you had bought it back then, you'd be sitting pretty good right about now.
0: What do you think about all the James Gunn announcements? My favorite announcement, probably next to Swamp Thing and Amanda Waller, because I just got a big love for that character is the only franchise that didn't make its way on the Trending 10 this week, and that was the Green Lantern announcement that is being described
2: as a true detective noir. Well, nobody likes Green Lantern, and nobody else besides me watched True Detective. That's how I feel anyway. Mixing those two is like a match made in heaven for me personally. I'm very excited, and yeah, nobody else. You don't don't care. You don't want to read Green Lantern. You don't (laughs) want to buy the keys. I'm like the Qui-Gon over here. Don't buy Green Lantern books, but go watch True Detective because it's a great show.
0: I've also seen True Detective, Ryan. And that was like the one mashup that I wasn't expecting to excite me the most. And I want to hear what the community thinks in the comment section below. As always, keep responsibly. No. Said, join me on Whatnot this week for Indie Week. We have four different drops starting at $10. If you use the code in the description, it's the first purchase on Whatnot, you get a $10 credit. So we price these low so you can get a great deal. We'll see you over there. We also have two videos for you to check out. Enjoy them. We made them for you.